This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash Report. Let's do the show, folks. Gum, gum, gum. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Woo! Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. So, Katie, what have you been like doing today, anyway? Oh, I have been on a hike. I climbed a cliff. I caught one fish, and took a very nice four-hour nap. Wait a second. <laughs> this is a you work today, right? Oh yes. Yeah, I separate my day from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., sleep until about 1, and then I have a whole nother day. I have like a basically a 14-day week. You were able to do all that and catch a fish and a four-hour nap? I was running on sugar and adrenaline, and it worked perfectly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Star Wars Report. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are like, wait, what did I just tune into? I don't hear Riley. Yeah. Where's Riley? No, so Riley, I don't, you know, honestly, I don't even know why Riley's not here. I just know he told me a month ago that for some reason he couldn't do this week, and so I'd fill in for him. I'm Bruce Gibson. You guys have probably heard me on some other shows. I haven't been on a lot lately. You know, you've been kind of busy, you know. I'm not fishing, but, you know. <laughs> and uh, So you say. So I say, you know, but I do fish for compliments. Oh. Uh, <laughs> first dad joke of the show. So... <laughs> Hey, everybody, I know you're hearing another voice here. This is Katie Nicolau. She, uh, I don't know, like, we get we met each other through that other thing, Star Trek. But yes, <laughs> you're also a huge Star Wars fan like I am. Oh, yeah. I've basically, I've been a fan of pretty much anything sci-fi since I was little. And so Star Trek led to Star Wars, and that led into now Doctor Who and all this crazy stuff. And it's just so much fun. I'm having a blast. That's great. So, like, let everybody know who you are. I mean, they may even know who you are if you start explaining some things. Yeah. Well, you might have seen my face, actually, or heard my voice on Twitter, because I am a meteorologist, and I go by Meteorologist Katie on Twitter, and I make these things called fandom forecasts, where I forecast doing the weather for different fandoms. Like, I did one for Star Wars, and you have, uh, like, Tatooine and Mustafar and all these places. And I actually go in, and I do the science, and I make accurate forecasts, I'd like to think, uh, for these places. And it just, it's one of those geeky things that no one else has done, and I just took it and ran with it. So I do that, and I've been popping around some podcasts, too, just because it's so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I do. I pop around on podcasts. So <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's like you have your own little community. It is. We're, we're, you know, there, I've met so many people and it is. It's like a whole community. It's like everybody's like this big family because I go to conventions like Star Wars Celebration and I meet pe people come up to me and they'll say, hi, Bruce. And I'm like, hi. And I'm like, do I know this person? And then they say who exactly. they are. And then I know they're because they're online name or whatever. 
and they've heard me on the show, but it's like we never met in person. As soon as they say who they are, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. Exactly. Well, like I'm planning when conventions start back up, I have vacation days planned. So I'm going to just go on a convention blitz. And I'm really looking forward to actually meeting a bunch of people because they're talking about like uh, C2E2 or Star Trek Las Vegas or just even San Diego Comic-Con if I can ever get a ticket. And it's actually getting to meet people face to face instead of seeing their handles. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. As a matter of fact, I can't remember now who it was, but after you were on my other show, someone that I know sent a picture of himself with you at a convention. Really? Yes. No <laughs> like you oh, met him. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. See, it's a small world, small conventions. And it really is. Yeah. So now when you were working on your Star Wars weather forecasts, what was like the hardest planet to do? Oh, or how do you even know? Like, okay, so Tatooine. Yeah. Like, well, how do yeah. you decide what the temperature of Tatooine is? <laughs> so basically, I kind of look at it um, from the, the cinematic universe and I look and see, okay, what kind of climate does it look like? Does it look like it's going to be dry or humid or any of that? And I find a place on Earth that's very similar. And so I'll go and like click on a desert and find a location that's near this water or near this land and just be very similar. And then I look at their historical information on weather and climate and I kind of just pick a season that I go with all through the universe and go from there. Wow. That's so cool. And I saw when Hamilton premiered on Disney Plus, I saw your forecast, your Hamilton one. Oh, great. See, I wanted to do, I had a whole rap and everything, and then I realized I can't sing or carry a note, so abandoned that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the outtakes of that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have, I have a folder titled Fandom Forecast Bloopers, and there's one where I, I just kind of break down in the thing. I was like, it was going so well. Why? Why? And just hilarious and kind of sad but mostly hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the one i want to see <laughs> that, that will be coming out probably as soon as i get my next two finished which i'm really excited for cool well i'm glad you're co-hosting with me this is i'm gonna guess yeah. this is the first time you've co-host a podcast you've been guests on podcasts much, but have yeah. you ever so this is the first time you ever co-hosted one right so i've done like we have a group on Orville nation that I do a, a woman power Wednesday with, but we have like four or five people that all just share it. And it's uh, this is the first like one-on-one -on -one, like co-hosting with a co-host. Uh, right. So I'm really excited. That's cool. Well, maybe you could do it by yourself. I could leave right now. You just take no. the show from there. No, don't abandon me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drop weather stats the entire time and everyone will click off. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you, let's get into the deep star Wars stuff here. So the bad batch series, are yes. you excited about this? What do you think? I am because now that I have Disney plus I, when, when it was announced, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Star Wars. And then I, I thought it was a movie at first. It's like, that's, weird and i click on it and they're like no it's animated and i've really gotten into animation recently especially on disney uh anything from gravity falls to ducktales and now into star wars and I'm, I'm set to start the clone wars and from what i've gleaned from all this is that it's going to be the same animation style at least it looks like it i think uh, so what people are talking about i'm really excited about that because it's a it's a unique look you don't see a lot of that animation anywhere especially for disney 
So I, I'm very excited, especially since I'm new to the Disney part of the animation for Star Wars. Mm, yeah. Well, I, you know, I know someone at Lucasfilm I was talking to that's involved in the series, and he said that he is really excited about this. Like, he's as excited about this as he was when they started doing the Clone Wars. So, wow. you know, says a lot. I think it's yeah. going to be something good. And what's great is like, even with COVID, they can still keep on doing it and working and getting the animation and everything because you don't have the actual actors in a set. So hopefully they'll just get right out of the gate with this. Well, do you know who Sam Whitner is? Uh, no. Okay. Enlighten me. He's an, he's an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did okay. The voice, he did the voice of Darth Maul in the oh, Clone oh, Wars, Rebel, okay. Solo. No. Yep, okay. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. He's also done like Palpatine's voice in a lot of the video games and things and also I think in Rebels and so, yeah, he's done a lot uh of stuff. So, um anyway, he was on Twitch. I think he's playing a video game or something, but he spends a lot of time there. And uh yeah. he had some comments about the Bad Batch. So, I thought we'd take a quick listen to that and comment. I will tell you it looks really really good. It looks absolutely beautiful the uh what story voice um at least at least i know where the story begins in the first several episodes i hear a sniff and, and i think I, covid <laughs> very pleased because it's a little area of star wars that has not often been visited so um and it's being you know visited by people we have come to I can't say anything. <laughs> I love the ending. I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he starts talking like, yeah, this is going to be really good. Looks great. Looks beautiful. Uh, and there's people. Wait, well, I can't say anything. <laughs> that says enough right there. Doesn't oh, that yeah. say enough? That tells you this is going to be good. It really is. I don't know. You know, did you watch the Bad Batch arc on the Clone I Wars? I didn't know. I haven't gotten to it yet. This is, uh, it was right after I finished my Doctor Who binge that I was going to start this. And now I think I'm going to push that up so I can get right on this train. But um, I read up on it before the show. And it's really, it sounds interesting, especially the whole finding another purpose in after doing this for so long, finding another purpose. Because a lot of people right now are doing that as well. If they've lost their jobs or been laid off, if it's been a long time job, they have to find a new thing to do. And so I think it'll definitely resonate with people. Oh my gosh, I never thought the Bad Batch reflects on COVID-19 in our day and there age right go. now. Anything <laughs> can relate at all. Oh, if you, if you find one little string, you can make it work. That's true. That's a good point. I hadn't, I hadn't even thought about it that way. But yeah, these Bad Batch guys, I saw them in, it was in that uh, Disney Plus special release of the last season what season seven i think whatever i can't even remember yeah. anymore it but, was up uh, there yeah so uh it was like four episodes and i really liked it and i was like oh you know i wish they would have brought these guys in earlier i'd like to see more of them ah <laughs> wow now we're getting like <laughs> old okay it was a teaser now you get it all exactly well let's talk about some news Yes. We have something to report. Dun, dun, sir, I have good news. Data brought to us by the Botham spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. Uh, this is fun because I like talking about news with somebody who actually works in the news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you, though, 
over the past few months, it's gone from here's the news to wah, 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 very Charlie Brown. <laughs> so <laughs> I may or may not know of what we speak of. Okay. Well, John Boyega, who played Finn, yes, yes. he was on Instagram. And he says that he's moved on. He's moved on from Star Wars. How dare someone ever, mm. ever say they've moved on? <laughs> See, that sounds very reminiscent to Leonard Nimoy to me, saying, I'm, I am not Spock. If, if you give him like 10 or 20 years, he'll come back and be like, yeah, I'm Finn. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said this because someone said on Instagram, force Finn in action with green lightsaber dressed in black is all I want from the next Star Wars film. And John Boyega replies, LOL, no thank you. I've moved on with a heart nah, emoji. That could be a farce, a complete farce. He's getting his own spinoff series. I don't trust a thing. Oh, so you think that this is a cover-up of something that is actually happening? I wonder. I think the little emoji is like a wink, maybe. I don't know. I'm just hopeful because I really liked his character, but yeah, I'd be sad if he didn't show back up. Yeah. Okay. So how would you feel if they decided, okay, we're going to do an episode 10, 11, 12, and it's going to have him and Daisy and everybody else? I don't know if it would be, it would feel weird having the same cast for three more movies, just because of like the, the basic Star Wars three movies, then you move on. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely see them doing what like Carrie Fisher did and like doing like a, a starring cameo. Or something oh, along I see. So you want to you want to see them come back and get killed off like they did with the original group? Sure, why not? Give them a proper send off. That way, the fans know. Unless they aren't dead and they're force ghosts, but it gets complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what John Boyg is getting at. He's saying that I've moved on, meaning I'm going to be in the next Star Wars movie, and they're going to kill Finn off, and I oh. just move on. See, it could work. It could work. <laughs> All the fan theories right now are like, ooh, this and this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like we should see them again in something, you know? Exactly. Yeah, even if it's just a small cameo role, it's just everything in Star Wars is connected. It'd just be so, so easy, I feel like, to have them be a little nugget in the next chapter. Yeah. That certainly could be. I hope so. Well, someone else yeah. on Instagram said, really just got those Disney bucks and dipped laughing, crying emoji. And then he says, nope, not into playing one role for too long. I have more to offer than that. That's all. I can feel that. I feel like, you know, Star Wars is such a big franchise. It's easy to get typecast after that. Yeah, but you know what? If your career all of a sudden starts to slow down, and it's not doing well, and Disney comes knocking on your door and says, hey, want to come back to Star Wars and make a few million dollars? Yeah, I don't think he's going to say, I'm not into playing one role for too long. I've done, yeah. been there. I've done that. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I hope, it, like, because of course, uh, the, the way that he portrayed his character, I really enjoyed. Um, and hopefully he'll just get a bunch of jobs coming in. But Save, save time for where you where you kicked off with that so um always save time for star wars absolutely well i'm glad pedro pascal doesn't feel that way because he is going to yeah. return to another season of the mandalorian yes <laughs> i take it you like that show 
Oh yes, Baby Yoda. Well, the child, but still, Baby Yoda. <laughs> I don't you, it's more fun to say Baby Yoda, isn't it? It is. It just rolls off the tongue. Like the child is more like a. Are you talking about that child? No, Baby Yoda. Everyone knows what it means. Little squishy green ball. Right. Yeah. It fits because what if we get the name and it's Frank? Oh my gosh, I would be so disappointed. It just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that would be so or like like draco or something you need something cute like tim tom or not not tim tom because that's just that but something cute and squishy like him yeah or like stormageddon or uh soul breaker like that that would go one of the other one of the two <laughs> i like frank uh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might be listening they might make that the name they, they could yeah you know, or if they don't, then name one of the puffer pigs, Frank. Yeah. So, that would make me really happy. Oh um, so Pedro Pascal was talking to Entertainment Weekly about his role as Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984, which I hope is coming out soon because they've already delayed it. Yes. Uh, but he also mentioned about working with Gal Gadot. And he says, I would take Gal over any creature in the universe. But Baby Yoda is not too shabby. A very easygoing scene partner. He also makes me feel very tall and needed. Aww. Oh, my gosh. What a great way to word it. I would love to see the three of them in a scene. Like You can make like an intergalactic spacefaring family with those three. <laughs> yeah, Baby Yoda could be their baby. Yes, it would be perfect. Yeah, but he doesn't have their ears. That's the only problem. Mm, yeah. Although that would be hilarious to see like a Star Wars domesticated life and you just pull these total badass characters and are like, okay, here, do normal things. <laughs> Try not to die going to the grocery store. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman. I know this is a Star Wars podcast, but come on, we don't have any like anything coming up soon in Star Wars. So exactly. let's take the Wonder Woman thing and run with it. Any sort of tangent you actor who works in Star Wars, pull in from them, go explore what they're doing. That's how I found out about uh, David Tennant voicing a character in Star Wars because I'm a huge David Tennant fan. I'm like, yes, oh, everything's connected. Illuminati. <laughs> Absolutely. And John Boyega probably wants to play in Wonder Woman now. So, you know, there you go. since he's, you know, too good for Star Wars now, he's moved <laughs> on. Got to get into DC and then skip over to Marvel, have a brief experience with the Trekkie universe, you know. <laughs> You know, going back to John Boyega, I know I'm kind of picking on him, but yeah, I'm just playing. But <laughs> I know he's dealt with some online trolls and he's probably yeah. even at a point now he's like, I'm even done with that. Like, get me out mm -hmm. of this for a while. <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, that's the thing is like, even uh, any fandom really, like with Hamilton, we mentioned that it, ju it just came out back in early July. Now, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he, he went off Twitter and people are thinking, oh my gosh, should the trolls get to him? And just trolls are the worst. Like, I, and I am a troll because I live in the lower part of Michigan. We live underneath the Mackinac Bridge, so we're trolls if you live in the Mitten. So <laughs> coming from a real life troll, being from Michigan, stop it. All you internet trolls, stop it. We need to keep these guys where they are. Take it from a real troll. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to think of you as a troll from now on. If I move to the UP, I can be a youper. <laughs> Michigan is a fun area. Yeah. I've been to the UP, but I didn't know they were youpers. 
youpers you got youpers and trolls and uh there's shirts that say uh like it's just the upper peninsula outline of the upper peninsula and then it says yours underneath it because it's up yours and it's it's a uh, shirt that i own that no one out in south dakota understands and it is hilarious <laughs> you know i love that south dakota humor oh my gosh it gets oh me you all know the time. It. it's got to keep you entertained somehow <laughs> Isn't it true that one side of the state, the west side, hates the east side and vice versa because the river divides it? I have no clue. All I know is I've chased all across that area. So. Uh, I've driven across it. I, that's what some local told me. So I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to look into that now. An exclusive news report. <laughs> you know what's also exclusive? Hasbro has new action figures. <gasps> no way. Yeah. So check this out. Uh, okay, so like I'm in the notes here. You can look. So the Black Series Heroes of Endor six-figure set. And I'm looking. This We got this from Jedi News. Uh, hey, those guys are great. I still wear my Jedi News t-shirt since I've had it for like five or six years. Still wear it. Um, That's a quality shirt. <laughs> it is. It's a good quality shirt. I'm glad they haven't changed their logo because it still matches. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> So they're rolling this out. Uh, we have the Heroes of Endor. We have Princess Leia, Han Solo, Paplu the Ewok, and a speeder bike. Yes! Oh, we also have Luke. I missed him. Now check this out. Okay, I'm looking at this and I see this, you know, pretty nice packaging. It's this black box and you can kind of see through uh, one panel. So I guess you can look in and see all these guys together. It's $109.99. Oh, didn't see that. Yikes. And at first when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm not spending a hundred. Well, first of all, I, don't, I typically don't buy that many action figures anyway, but I'm not going to spend $110. But then I think about if you're getting one, two, three, four, five figures with a bike, if you divide that up, it probably is about what you would pay for a figure. You're just getting them all. At yeah. One. Well, and like all the detail is actually really impressive. Yeah. So th these are quality. Yeah, straight out of uh, Return of the Jedi. They definitely look good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they come out in September. There you go. You got something to look forward to and put it on your calendar. Yeah. Oh, oh, but that's not all. This oh. one I'm even more excited about. The Black Series Hoth Wampa in Kenner-style package. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay, so, Katie, you know, you're, you're just a little younger than me, just so you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When I when I was a kid, uh, is yeah yeah when I was I was a kid when Star Wars first came out. That's how old I am. But anyway, I remember all this Kenner packaging because I used to go you know buy action figures. But there was never a big Wampa. I just first of all I like saying Wampa. But oh yes. Ball, I think he's so cute, even though he's like terrifying at the same time. <laughs> he kind of looks like a Scooby Doo monster. With this action figure, I could totally see because I I had Scooby Doo action figures when I was little. I could totally see him chasing them around. Really, I didn't know they had Scooby Doo action figures. They were totally like just bootlegs. Someone took another doll oh. and painted over it, but it was still fun. Imagination does wonders. <laughs> Do you still have those? Oh, I'm sure they're in the basement, right next to my Bakugan and Yu Gi Oh cards. Everything that's '90s. Wow. Yeah, I, I was born in 96, so. <laughs> oh, you, you were born in 96? Yeah, I'm a baby. Uh, yeah, I was born 94. No, no. No, no. no. I was born <laughs> well, earlier. Oh, thank you. 
for an undescribed age. I was born in 1943. No. No. For a second, I was like, oh, wait, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) You still have all your hair color and all your hair. No way. No, my dad was born in 43. That's why I picked that year. Oh, okay. I was like, my my sleep-deprived brain almost believed that for like a millisecond. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of depressing that it was even just a millisecond. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey, but the Wampa, I think this is really cool because I do like the vintage box. That's cool. Mm. Wait, where do you get these things? Okay, this comes out in September for $29.99. I guess I just go online and buy one, right? Yeah, probably. You can probably just Google it and find it. Or is it going to be like one of those things where they all sell out in like five minutes and then like people put them on eBay for like $158? Oh, I hate that. Well, it says it's, it's able, available for purchase from Hasbro Pulse. So oh. find that. Okay. <laughs> be there before they all sell out. Okay. So Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. In the U.S. and Canada. Okay. And if you don't live there, find a friend and have them ship it to you. Wait a second. Figure offers fans and collectors a quote clean wampa design by removing the quote bloody mouth (laughs) (laughs) wait it has a removable mouth oh my gosh yeah at least make it like interchangeable like okay kids here's the wampa and now here's my wampa (laughs) can i get a wampa with braces on that would be cool (laughs) oh my (laughs) gosh I don't know. Where do you people put all these action figures? I mean, okay, let me call yeah. out. Let's see. Hmm, Michael Morris. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about you. He does the Mando cast here on our network. So um, nice. I've been to his house. He has a whole room with all his action figures and all, all, you know, all his Star Wars stuff yeah. displayed. He's extended the shelves. They're on across all the walls. He's got some things in other parts of the house. And I shouldn't keep saying him, but his wife Chrissy does also. But he's doing the most of this stuff. And I, th- I swear at some point they're going to have to get a bigger house. I mean, eventually. Because yeah. <laughs> they're not going to outgrow their house. The Star Wars stuff is going to outgrow the house. I, I can relate to that. I have collected more Funko figures than I should. Uh, <laughs> now, are they my... on display? Or do you just... Oh, they, oh, they okay. totally are. And are they still in the box or do you take them out? Out of the box? There's, there are two that are in the box. And they're both David Tennant and Doctor Who as the 10th Doctor. And it's only because they are the most expensive pops I've ever bought in my life. Everything uh-huh. else was like, ooh, $7.99 or clearance bin. No, these things, I am saving them in the box and just enjoying the front view. <laughs> but this is the first time I think we've talked this much Doctor Who on any Star Wars report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're up to episode 440. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, there, there you go. Now you have a whole other universe to uh, watch while waiting for uh, new stuff. Sounds good to me. I have watched Doctor Who, so yeah. Ooh. Yes, we can do We're that. Like, we should start a Doctor Who podcast. I am so game for that. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's any out there. I'm sure. Oh, I really wonder. Yeah. yeah well, um, I mean, US-based. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, we're not done with the action figures, though. So there's a vintage collection 501st Legion Arc Trooper set. I'm this looks awesome. These guys are not the Bad Batch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, are these like, okay, so these are, okay, so these are three, three-quarter inch figures. 
And we have the ARC Troopers, Echo, Fives, and Jesse from the Clone Wars animated series. And it's packaged with a nice assortment of weapons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounds so funny to me. <laughs> you can have that, but not a bloody mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't switch out the mouths on the ARC Troopers, I'm yeah. sorry to say. <laughs> but uh, there, it's a three-pack, and it carries a price tag of $50. Also coming in September. Man, September's going to be a great month for action figure collectors. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, the paint job, again, is just incredible. The detail on this, you have, like, the blues standing out against the whites. It's just, oh, I love it. Oh, and you can take their helmets off so you can see their little faces. Aw. I <laughs> bet you they aren't bloody either. <laughs> Show me the blood and gore. Okay. So there we go. That's it. <laughs> um, if it, hey, if anybody's still listening, you know, Riley's not going to have me back on the show again, I'm sure, Aww, after this. It's okay, you'll have a Doctor Who podcast. Exactly. That's why he won't have me. He's like, you guys are talking too much Doctor Who, going on too many tangents. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to get kicked off the show. <laughs> could have a crossover series. Could work. <laughs> okay, Hot Toys. We're not done. There are, okay, I'm not even that familiar with Hot Toys. You see, I'm not much of a collector. Uh, so we have Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi coming from Hot Toys. That's all I know. Six scale figures. They already have an RSVP. Dang, these aren't Hot Toys. But, um, yeah. <laughs> are they spicy? Well, it spicy looks like, hot. and they also have actual fabric from uh, the images online. So that. Oh. That's pretty cool. It's not I just plastic. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I'm noticing that, yeah, on the Obi-Wan right now. Oh, yeah, and he's holding like a, uh, what is it, like a hollow of, who is that? Who is oh, that? Oh, gosh. Is that supposed to be Anakin? <laughs> I don't know. This is my toy Anakin. Obi Obi-Wan collects his own action figures. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Now I would just get this action figure for the sake of saying he collects action figures. <laughs> like, here's the proof. <laughs> I can't tell if that's like a hollow of Anakin or just a bottle of Mrs. Butterworth. I cannot tell. Oh, it looks like it. It <laughs> looks exactly like it. <laughs> oh, now I can't unsee that. You know that, right? <laughs> hey, that, that's canon now. He's <laughs> like, to breakfast or not to breakfast? He's totally holding it like a Hamlet skull. Just, hmm. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dang. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like real cloth for the clothes. Do you think it's real hair? I hope not, because that would just, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, not even fake, like, wig hair, actual cut from a human hair. Just, let me stick this in here. I mean, you could sell probably rare ones with like mark hamill's hair or something or ewan mcguire's hair because you know he played yes. obi-wan use his or maybe even alec guinness's hair from oh my way back when. <laughs> it would be really unfortunate if you had like a person who's bald now and they're like i would sell it but <laughs> i think i'll keep it versus an action figure yeah so there you go guys september's a busy month get your hairy action figures <laughs> With Mrs. Butterworth or whatever. No. So, yeah, the Black <laughs> Series, the Arc Troopers Vintage Collection, Anakin, Obi-Wan from Hot Toys. There you go. It's worth a lot to me.
As you wish. Let's talk Boba's bounty, Katie. This is your first yes. ever Boba's bounty. And I'm excited. Let's see. I'll let you go first since you're the guest. And that'll give me time oh, to remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually had a Star Wars event. It's the first I guess, geeky event that I've gone to since C2E2 back in February, which is a long time for a social nerd like me. Um, but Acme Comics here in Sioux City, they hosted an event with uh, Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko in The Mandalorian. And he came, he's going around to small, book, uh, small comic book stores to help support them with COVID and stuff. And they brought in the, uh, the 501st. Uh, Legion. They all brought down their costumes and everything, and they had it out in the parking lot on the hottest day we've had this year. The heat index hit 113. There's this dude in a full-on Vader costume, and I walked up, and I felt pity for Darth Vader. That is how hot it was, <laughs> but it was incredible because I got to go and meet um, Dominic. He had all sorts of great uh, pictures and comics with him, and just talking Star Wars with people. There's a ton of Baby Yoda around, too. And so I, I, I was able to pick up some nice merch from that as well as just have a fun experience. Bunch of Franks, not Baby yes, Yoda's Franks. Bunch of Franks. Bunch of oh, Franks. and everyone had Star Wars themed masks too, which was so cool. I That's just, cool. Oh. Yeah, you know, I don't have like a themed mask, you know, for you COVID. Yeah. See, I, I've got uh, a radar hook echo mask that's the uh, more Oklahoma EF5 tornado. And it's just a great talking point if I were able to stop and talk to people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be getting some more nerdy masks, I think, since this looks like it's going to go on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. Oh, well. At least we can accessorize. This is the most accessorized I've ever been in my life. What is the craziest story that you have about Star Wars? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but there's got to be oh, some crazy man. Star Wars story that in your life or something a little different. <laughs> I do. Oh my gosh, this actually happened at C2E2 again back in February. Um, my brother and I, we were walking and we had walked the entire exhibit hall and there's just this open space in the back. And we'd stood there for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes and we just noticed this group of Jedi cosplayers and Sith cosplayers walking to this back area. And apparently they just threw together like a Star Wars death match. And we were just standing there and all of a sudden we just hear fight and they all just start breaking out in this lightsaber battle and we we're just like what's going on and you see the panicked look on the officials faces who are running the event and they're just that that wasn't scheduled to happen and you just <laughs> hear all these star wars references just spilling out and it was just uh, that is probably one of my favorite star wars things that isn't even in a movie that just happened yeah. What was the first time you saw Star Wars? Any Star Wars? Like, how did you, you said <laughs> earlier that Star Trek led to Star Wars? Mm -hmm. uh, I hadn't seen my first Star Wars since about 2010, I think. Oh, wow. And even then, it was just like, a, oh, here's half the movie. It, it's half over, but I guess I'll watch it because it was on cable. And then more recently, especially when I got into college, uh, I found some more friends who had seen, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, all the all the nerdy, and uh, we decided to have movie marathons. So we would watch The Lord of the Rings, and then we would do Star Wars. And so that was how I really got into it. And uh, ever since then, I've just really been in awe of the community that is built around Star Wars. So if you had to cosplay, what would you do? I really want to do Rey, actually. 
just because I'd be able to carry around that staff and just like smack people. I think that'd be so, (laughs) I I would take the staff over a lightsaber any day. Cause you know, that's probably a six foot long staff. Just sweep it around. Like stay out of my zone, man. You're going to get bopped. (laughs) Like no one would bat an eye. Like that's actually something I've been considering doing is going and doing my grocery shopping in cosplay. No one would even care anymore. (laughs) So that's what what I should do. I should cosplay. From from Jack Who, you'd have the mask. You just pull that little stuff over. Yeah. There you go. So oh man. I could get like a mini R2D2 and just sit inside of it and drive around like, let me just grab some ice cream. Here we go. No one would care. <laughs> Not a single person would know. Well, maybe one person, but no one else would care. Oh, I want to see that. I bet that might just happen. You'll have to keep an eye out. I'm gonna keep an eye out. I'm I'm not, I'm gonna dare you to do it now. So yeah. There you go. But you know, knowing you, you pro- you don't. I don't need to dare you. Just the suggestion yeah. alone makes you want to do it. So. Oh, it so does. It so <laughs> does. Oh, I am. I'm game for anything. I, everyone who knows me knows that. I, there's nothing I fear. Well, that's why I ask you to do the show. Wait, what? Don't you yeah. fear? Uh, I don't. I don't fear anything except for now. People sneezing and lightning. Everyone should be afraid of lightning. Not a lot of people are. Yeah, that's coming from a meteorologist. It is terrifying. We cannot predict it. My wife always tells me, "Don't take a shower while it's, you know, there's lightning outside." Depend, like it depends on where it strikes and if it strikes your house, because you might get a little zap if it travels through the pipes. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I do the counting thing, right? Because you you hear see the lightning and then you hear the thunder. If you count, that shows how many miles away it is. Roughly, yeah, it works out considering the speed of sound and speed of light, of course, but it was just, it's, it's one of those things that I always tell people to do, and if you, honestly, if you're outside and you can see the lightning or hear it, get inside, because there's, this is one thing that meteorologists don't tell you people, because we think it'll make you panic, lightning can just happen on a blue sky day. There's been lightning strikes like 60 miles away from any storm, just straight out of the blue, it's, it's called lightning out of the blue, and oh, yeah. <laughs> there's your uh, horrible thought for the day is that you could be struck by lightning at any time. Wow. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Try to forget it because otherwise it makes your life a little more anxious. <laughs> well, you know, I just think, you know, how many people do you hear getting struck by lightning out of the blue anyway? So it's very uncommon. True. There is one person though, who was struck by lightning like seven times during his life. And then once he died, lightning struck his gravestone. And I think there's something about that dude. Like he could have been Thor for earth. He just didn't realize his power. <laughs> wow. Uh, or just a very bad person. Yeah. God true. is just trying to strike him down and keeps missing. <laughs> Why won't you die? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, okay. So my Boba's bounty which isn't very exciting, but I started finally reading Star Wars Alphabet Squadron, which came out last year, and it's a trilogy of books, and book two recently came out called Shadowfall. So I decided, oh, I'm falling behind, so I just started reading Alphabet Squadron so I can then move on to Shadowfall, and then I guess next year around this time is when book three comes out. So Nice. That's, that's it. And then I bought uh, the Dr. Afra audio play whatever it's not it's not a novel uh what do they call it it's a audio uh, drama audio drama that's it you know how i know that Why? because doctor who does them sorry yes. keep going <laughs> yes they have tons of those for doctor who lots oh, of yeah them. 
hopefully they get more for Star Wars because I could totally see them expanding in that. I would like to see more. Well, I think this is actually based on maybe some of the first issues of Dr. Afra. So, but yeah, it's an audio drama. So it has a full cast to it. I haven't listened to it because like I said, I just bought it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to that. Sweet. So not only do you have to look forward to the action figures, now you can look forward to an audio drama. Yes. And while I listen to it, I'll have my wampa and just keep switching out the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> or just painting on your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> just, I want two bloody teeth sets. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think that's it. That's 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 it for the Star Wars report. Unless there's something else you want to talk about. I think that's everything. Do you want to like geek out about Doctor Who after the credits? Yeah. Oh, yes. Just like David Tennant, Matt Smith. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I could totally do that. We'll we'll set up our own podcast. There you go. <laughs> we can do that. So, if people want to find you online, Katie, where can they find you? Yeah, they can follow me best on Twitter, which is at weather underscore Katie. I have no idea why that handle wasn't already taken, but it was there. Um, and sometimes I will post, you know, severe weather like tornadoes in my home market of Sioux City. So just ignore that. Stay around for the geeky stuff. Or if you just want to see my Phantom Forecasts, you can just type in YouTube Phantom Forecast or on Twitter, and it'll take you to my uh, Twitter account that's purely for my Phantom Forecasts. So you can really find me wherever, and I'm sure I'll be popping up in other shows somewhere along the internet. So you're just popping up everywhere. Exactly. I'm like a nice little surprise. At least I hope <laughs> I'm nice and not just like, a, oh my gosh, she's back. <laughs> well, you know, because I had so much fun with you when you were on my other show where people can find me is Positively Track. You were on episode yeah. 19. We had such a good time there. I was like, yeah, maybe Katie would want to talk Star Wars now. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you invited me to do this because honestly, anything remotely sci-fi, geeky, nerdy, anything, I will jump into with full force. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. Well, and if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Admiral underscore Rex. That's Admiral with the underline Rex. And uh, that's, 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 that's it, folks, I guess. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Love it. But Riley will be back, everybody. Uh, I think he's coming back next week. So check it out, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>